Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy Robinette. And this is Chuck Robinette. And this is the Robinette's Nest. Welcome home. Welcome home. Thanks. You've been gone for a while. I've been gone for a long while. Too long. You always try to keep your promises. Yeah. It's my birthday. It's her birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Big Big five. Oh. Five. Oh, half a century. Half a century. You can join the half a century club. But all I wanted for my birthday was you to be home. And here I am. So it's the best present ever. And safe. Safe. You're still not well. No, but it's going to take a long time. So how was Hotel Carmanos? Hotel Carmanos was Carmanos Prison. Yeah. For you. Yeah. When when I say that, I don't mean anything bad because I'm so grateful for what they were able to do for me and, and, you know, and fixing me and doing what needed to be done. But it was just hell being there, being away from home. I thought I'd be able to breeze right through a couple of weeks. Yeah, nothing to well, it. Well, you kept saying, I'm an only child. Yeah, I'm used to be by myself. I won't have any problems. The only time I ever turned the TV on was like on Saturday or Sunday with football, which I really didn't even care about, but it was just something to do. I didn't do anything. You I did mean, it I almost read. to punish somebody, though. You're like, I am not turning the television. I'm not doing it. I am not enjoying myself here. I had things to read. I barely read. Um, did no. you listen to music? I did listen to a lot of music. I had both a little speaker thing there, Bluetooth, and I had my earphone or headphone or whatever you call them. Earbuds. Earbuds, Earbuds. whatever. No. And we would have to walk the floor, walk laps around the floor, and they want you to do 16 of them, which is a mile, which I was doing 16, not all the time, but most of the time I was doing it. And then I just, you know, said, well, towards the end, I was like, okay, I've done enough. Yeah. It was just crazy. The food was not very good. The food so I is terrible. Damn. When you came down and, you know, it was Wendy. They had a Wendy's and a Chick-fil-A and other things like that downstairs to eat. But And and Thai food. Yeah. We did, so we did eat did Thai have, food a couple of times. Yeah, but it was just fried rice. But it was like I was craving milkshakes at the beginning and then it was Frosties. And then it was like the thought of it just made me want to throw up. So I was like, oh, here it went. Yeah. Here and, and gone. you would think like food, like you're being high maintenance. Yeah. It, with regards to the whole food situation, but you're nauseous anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. Nausea was set in. I mean, not where I was going to get sick or throw up or anything like Which that. Which is not uncommon. No, but it does happen. You didn't have food didn't sound good to me. any of the crazy normal symptoms that most people have. No. So it, it was interesting I mean, you don't follow protocol anyway. No, I don't. But it was good to know that you didn't right. have all of the crazy symptoms. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're recording this on our couch, and Chuck is, is reclining. I'm reclined. And our dogs are playing in back of us. This is the most unprofessional. And Very most of so. the time, our it's podcasts not- are pretty unprofessional anyway. Yeah, so... It's not even seven o'clock in the morning now. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. What are we doing? We are so 
I don't know. We so love you guys that I we guess. had to tape a podcast. Chuck's scratching I'm like scratching. he's got fleas. I got fleas. It's driving I'm me crazy. You, it's driving me nuts. I can't sleep. I'm dry. I'm sleeping and scratching myself while I'm sleep dreaming that I'm scratching. I mean, and I he's got great cream that's like hundred dollar cream that he could put I'm, on I instead of cream, scratching. But I'm not doing it. Yeah. So no. No. And at one point, so you ended up having, you did end up having a side effect of the chemo yeah you're scratching next to the microphone oh so sorry and that was tachycardia that was your heart rate oh yeah heart rate went up. up so that was a kind that i don't know if you thought it was funny that my heart rate was up no oh, okay no so he got at three in the morning two and a half weeks in oh yeah so two in the morning on last saturday these they were, you got to understand that they take your vitals like at nine, 10 o'clock. You get your medicines, your nightly meds. Then they come back in probably around 3 a.m. And they take your vitals. They drain your blood for your labs for the day and whatnot there. So they're taking my vitals and my heart rate is high, which is like 116, 120. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, it was like 120. And these girls start panicking. I mean, big time panicking because my heart rate's so high. And I'm thinking nothing of it. All I want to do is go right back to sleep. You yeah. Know? They're giving me Xanax and Ambien or whatever it's called, you know, so to help me sleep. But I'm still not sleeping that well, but regardless. Well, and they're waking you up. Yeah, constantly. So they're waking me up. They're panicking. So the next thing you know, I've got these four nurses packing all my stuff up. And they're going to move me from the eighth floor to the 10th floor because the 10th floor they can monitor my heart. They can put the little stickers on me and have a battery operated thing hanging in my pocket. Yeah. A heart monitor. Yeah. So they don't have that on the eighth floor and the eighth floor at Carmano's cancer Institute is for people that have stem cells that they harvest their own stem cells. And the 10th floor is for people that got stem cells, but they were donated from somebody else. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So oh, that okay. was the difference between the floors. Oh, okay. So all of a sudden they're moving me in the middle of the night in the dark up to the 10th floor and the rooms are completely, everything's completely different. It's just yeah. really weird. I guess it's updated on the 10th floor. Yeah. They, they called them the uh, princesses, princesses, the nurses up there because they got the updated floor that was updated first. They haven't done the eighth floor yet. And they're really, I mean like the nurses station, you didn't even look at, No, but it was, it was all glass. It was like they were in a fishbowl. Yep. And it was all open concept yeah. and it wasn't like how the other floor is. So your room didn't look much different yeah. than what you had on the eighth floor. It was floor. like the first room I had was at one time, probably a double room in the, in the hospital. Yeah. But it was just one bed in there, one TV, but well, yeah, with COVID yeah, to boot. regardless, but yeah. Yeah. So they wouldn't give you a roommate anyway when you're doing stem cell research. So he's on the 10th floor. I rush up there because yeah. his heart rate is high. Is high. We don't know if they're going to have to do an ablation or shock his heart. Still don't know. No, but we didn't know at the time if that was going to have to be the case. Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting there. He's frustrated. He just wants to go home. And the doctors home. say... We don't think this is going to stop Sun, you. Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's this high heart rate. Monday, you're still going to have you're, to go you're, home. You'll be able to go home. We don't think this is going to cause anything to keep you here. This is okay. So 
By the way, he they put him in seclusion because they move him from floors, but then he's considered COVID positive. Right, because they don't know until I stick the swab up my nose. But he's been there for two plus weeks. So, you know, if I've got COVID and I've been there for two plus weeks, now I know who I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue the hospital because that's where <laughs> I got it, right? I mean, come on, common sense. It, it was crazy. So they kind of put him in this seclusion. It's weird. And everyone had a triple gown and triple mask. Yeah. Like I was radioactive. And they were so, the doctors were actually mad at the protocol yeah. because they're like, okay, you've been here the whole time. If right. you're COVID positive, you got it you from got one here. of us, the right. employees. So the, <laughs> so all of a sudden this doc or this person, this guy walks in mm -hmm. And he's wearing like khakis and a t-shirt and, a, t and, and a, backpack, a backpack, which we're not even sure of the backpack at the time when he walks in. And he walks in with somebody in back of him with a mask on because the doctors all had, and yeah, all had right. masks. And all of a sudden it's like someone grabbed him from behind and pulled him back and he goes, am I in the wrong room? Right. Like someone's screaming at him, but. So we got a quick glance at him, and we both started laughing. Chuck, I looked at Chuck, and I went, was that Paul McCartney? The doctor looked like Paul McCartney with a mask on. The hair, the eyes, the eyebrows. Now, Chuck always gets mad at me because I always think someone looks like somebody. Right. I always, like, I'm like, is that? So I'm laughing, whatever? too, like, oh, my God, Paul, come back and play us a song. Because <laughs> I, I said, well, I don't know if that's a backpack on his back or if he's got a guitar case. <laughs> so we're like... Oh my gosh, maybe Paul McCartney's in town for the <laughs> Visiting cancer the patients. Visiting the sick children, the cancer patients at Carmanos. And he knew that Alice Cooper's your favorite, but he's your second. Oh my gosh. So it's Sir Paul. Yeah, why not? Why not? Right? Yeah, why not? Maybe. Who knows? So then like five minutes later, he walks in, back in, and he goes, Plastic gown. So they think that. You know, we have to assume that you're COVID positive. This is stupid. Yeah. And so he's one of the head cardiologists that wanted, he didn't even like go near you. He, no. Did he even listen to your heart? No, never once. That's, I didn't think so. He wasn't concerned. They're just going to put me on a medication called Zofran or something. No, not Zofran. Zofran's for nausea. Yeah. Well, I got that too. No. I can't remember what it is. Meta something or other. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's a blood pressure medicine, but it does more than that. More than regulate your blood pressure, it regulates, it regulates your, your heartbeat. heartbeat, but it causes low blood pressure. So I had to be careful, but I had to take that twice a day. And my heartbeat's been, my heart rate's been pretty low, although this morning it was 114, I think. Yeah, but your, your blood pressure was super low. low. It was like 86 over 66. This is Geriatric Podcast with the Robin Ops. Yeah, why not? Um. So, yeah, so... We're going to have to watch that. And he's had like a low-grade fever, but they don't consider it a fever because no. it's only 99 it's 99 or 99.1, 99.2. And it's the first time I've had a fever since this whole thing started. Yeah. You know, you had a 99.7 99 or 99.9 or something 99.1 once in the hospital. I took it because I take it 12 times a day. But they actually say a fever is good because it means that things are working. Uh -huh. So, you know, like you're grafting. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. I don't like it, but it makes sense. Yeah. So then yesterday you had your follow-up. We had to go back to Carmanos. Back downtown. Downtown Detroit. So let me preface this. We should probably one day do a podcast on panic attacks and anxiety. Yeah, I got that too. I do too. 
So Chuck and I are a great team. Yeah. He's actually calm when I'm not, I mean, and I'm calm when he's not. I'm usually, yeah, calm, cool, and collected. We balance it pretty usually. well. Yeah. But yesterday, I couldn't, this makes no sense to me either. I had to drop him off for his follow-up appointment, even though I've been there like every day for three weeks. Yeah, but you can't go in with me. But I can't go in with him all of a sudden. I'm on an immune-suppressed floor visiting, but I can't go into the doctor's office. Doesn't make any sense. And now I don't know if you read, DMC is starting to say that they're not going to have any visitors. So you got out of there to get out of a good time. Get out while I get So we, um... So I drop him off. It's like 8.15. He's got labs and a doctor's labs appointment. labs and a doctor's appointment, which took about three hours. At 9 o'clock, I sent him a text and said, did you get there okay? Because he can hardly walk. He's very weak. So they put me in a like a little cart wheelchair type thing, and they wheeled me up to the elevator. And I said, well, I can make it from here. And I was fine. I mean, come on. I'm walking 16 laps. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> 16 laps, I come home, and it's like, I come He walked really out of the hospital, yeah, by just, the way. I just, yeah. Wait. He was like, I am on, I'm, no one's going to stop no, me now. I'm getting out. Don't even get me in a wheelchair. Said, they like, turned me around. Yeah, when they let me, finally released me. Well, we didn't tell that part of it. Well, they said they thought that the heart rate wasn't going to be able to stop me from going home on Monday. So they come, for they do, first thing Monday, they come in and said, well, we don't think we're going to let you go home today. Yeah. Because of the heart rate. Yeah. And I got emotional, and I completely lost it. Well, that was that was like one of several breakdowns. Yeah, I, I definitely I had a breakdown, and I literally I had tears coming out of my eyes, and I was like, I don't want to be. But here that's kind of where I was going with with right. this whole panic too, because this is new for you. Mm-hmm. The heart rate's causing you anxiety. Yeah, the anxiety is causing your heart rate. Mm-hmm. It's this this circle, this it's a vicious loop. circle. And so he didn't think that they were going to let him go home and. We all know Chuck doesn't like rules. What would Chuck do? Chuck would just leave I'd break the hospital. Out, but then they won't pay for the bills. So you had an get... amazing. You you had amazing great, nurses. I had great nurses. Everybody that was there was really wonderful. You know, and I don't mean to sound like this was that bad of a thing. It was just bad because I couldn't be home. And the nurse, the one nurse, told all the other nurses to make sure that they were watching the door, the main door, because they were afraid that They're you were afraid... going to make a run for it. Yeah, they didn't have my IV in me for a while because. And then that thing drove me nuts too, but that's another story. Um, so I do my little laps there and I didn't have my IV thing, which made it easy to walk around the floor. So they were kind of like watching me and make sure I didn't go through the double glass doors and escape. <laughs> but yeah, so I dropped him off. Nine o'clock, I texted him, Did you make it there okay? Because I'm worried. They said the day before, if he walks and he collapses or if he falls against the wall or if he's panting, they're going to code him and take him immediately to, to the, the emergency ER. room. So I text him, no response. Now iPhone's update now shows delivered red. And I know nothing about this. If you look underneath, it says the message was delivered. And then when you read it, it says red. Okay. So it's delivered, but it's not red. Mm. And I'm like, great. So I wait another hour and I'm like, I really hope you're okay. Cause I'm starting to panic. And I'm panicking, too, because what did I do? I left my phone in the car. And she doesn't know it. I didn't know and it. And I don't know it till I get up to the second floor and I'm waiting in the waiting room for my vitals or whatever, in my labs. I didn't know it until somebody called him and it ended up to be the pharmacy. Pharmacy saying, your prescriptions are ready. And then I see it lying 
like in the crook of the seat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. But in the meantime, before that happened, I actually called his transplant team yeah. and said, I can't get a hold of him. It's because my phone's in the car. Nobody answered. Nobody called me back. And I even told the nurses, I said, I'm in a panic mode. I'm in, anxiety is kicking my butt because I don't have my phone. I said, and it's got nothing to do with Facebook or any social media. It's just that I can't contact anybody. I can't do it. Because normally you would speaker phone me in with the doctor. Right, with the doctor. But I mean, I had to go in there and get my labs or they did draw my blood and all my vitals. Then they made me go back to the waiting room because they didn't have a room ready for me to see the doctor. So when they finally did, they came back out and got me and I'm looking at the clock this whole time. Then the nurse came in with another nurse and we discussed things, and then she went and talked to the doctor, and then he came in, and he checked me out and did whatever, and we talked. And, then and you're left. good. Yeah. And you're good. It's good. So, so what was the best thing about the hospital? Leaving on Monday. And then the employees the nurses, were the employees, great. Honestly, the employees, they couldn't have been any better. They were great. I had some great nurses. And not even just nurses, everyone from housekeeping yeah, everybody to the was door nice. to everybody. It was just I'd had enough. After 20 days, I said, okay, it's time to go. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Enough. Thank you, ma'am. I've had Thank you, sir. Um, what was the worst thing? The worst thing? Uh, maybe the food. But I was nauseated anyway, so nothing seemed good. I think I had three, maybe four meals the whole time I was there. I would get things. I would get, like, insurers, and I'd have, like, applesauce or juice and stuff. So I would oh, do all oh, that, oh, but I really didn't have much in the way of food. Yeah, and isolation. Yeah, it wasn't much fun. But now you're in ninety. You're in a hundred days. We're now in ninety something days now. Yeah, left. of isolation before I can quote unquote go anywhere. And COVID is at an all time spike yeah. going up. So we're back to where we started out in the spring. It's bad. To where they're saying don't go to visit your relatives on Thanksgiving because it's just going to oh, spread it more. So we miss our friends. Yeah. We miss our relatives. Yeah, family, right? It's what a sucky year. Yeah, it's been the worst year ever, and everyone knows it. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. Things were what halfway through, almost halfway through November, and we're spiking up again. So it's not going anywhere. No, they're going to come out with vaccines in another few months, but who's going to take them, and what's going to happen? And I am not one of these like mask polices, but for some reason I do pay attention to that. And even in the hospital, they get so irritated because people will walk in without a mask and they'll try to make a run for it inside of the hospital yeah. without a mask, inside of the hospital a without hospital. a mask. And they don't, I mean, these employees, I give them credit because they're wearing their masks all the time. Yeah. Like there's no escape for them to to not wear it. And the, some of these nurses are working 12 to 18 hour shifts. Yeah. Like, and, and they're coming back the next day and coming back for like hours seven later. days, you know, in a row. It's crazy. So, and, but it's very, it's, it's scary. I'm, I've kind of got anxiety about all of this because I don't want, I'm constantly sanitizing. I'm constantly, yeah. You know, laceolling. I'm constantly thieving. I'm so. I'm now back to cleaning the packages. <laughs> I'm spraying the groceries. I'm it's back to the spring. 
I'm back to the spring. And maybe that's why we've spiked because we all kind of got lax. Cause I stopped. I'm sure I, I wasn't lax with a mask, mask but no, I was lax with sanitizing. Right. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't lax with that. I've Pretty. always been a good hand yeah. washer. It's just crazy. It's just nuts. So you can't touch the animals. I'm not supposed to know. No. So I got a sanitize. I got a little thing here now on the couch, a sanitized bottle. So I just want to pet the cats, the dog, or whatever. Then I spray or you know, put the sanitizer on my hands and rub it in. The bunnies are at a sleepover with Michaela. Yeah, because they can't be around the bunnies. That was that would have been bad. They're not supposed to be around the other animals either. But you know, I just had to sanitize after doing so. Yeah, and I just keep cleaning so yeah. that there's not a bunch of fur and fur. i had to move my bamboo Damn. my bamboo's, bamboo's been moved gone. no live plants no live plants no live christmas trees oh well, we wouldn't have that anyway. never had that no. together anyway never uh we have some fake christmas trees up but they're little, little ones. ones because it's not going to be the normal christmas no so i'm not bringing in to bring t- big tree out i can't get on a ladder and put the lights out what so, yeah, you can't it's not happening no no. no, with your very low blood pressure yeah, and high fun. heart rate. Woo! I thought that's what you were doing for my birthday today. And then they're Christmas afraid that I'm going to fall down, hit my head, and start bleeding, not be able to stop because I guess it's stem cell. Yeah, so you, you don't have bleed. enough um, plasma. So, because you were getting plasma transfusions. Careful, so. Oh, goodness. It's crazy. Always something. So, it's my big 550. Yay! 5-0, baby. It's my dad's birthday, too. Yeah, but he's an old coot. I was born on his day. Yeah, lucky you. What a present for him. Um, It was a present for him. Yep, same he birthday. He is normally very... Ornery. Uh, like, it's all about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. You know? Easily. It's, it's his like, world. what We're kind just living of cake I want? Not me. Him. No, him. What kind of? Let's see, maybe I want to talk. What do we want to do? Yeah. What he, what, he, what, wants, what he to wants to eat? What he wants to do? Yeah. Yes, about him. All about him. He'll be like, I think a roast beef, beef sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> we said that together. <laughs> With some gravy on the side. Uh, don't doesn't that sound good, Christy? Not mm, really. No. I like Chinese. I no. don't like Chinese. So look, like we're, we're gonna get some roast beef. Let's order a roast beef sandwich. Open face sandwich. That sounds good. That sounds that sounds like exactly that sounds like what, what you I want. On, on your birthday. Yes. So I'm not sure. But it is and normally we go to the casino for yeah. a little bit. Can't do that. Can't do that. Even though it's open, we still can't do it. And not with I would because of me, because I'm so susceptible. I have You're no so immune. Fragile. Yeah, You're no like immunity. a newborn baby. That's what they say. So I have a three old. week old. Yeah. So what would you do with a three-week-old? You would not take them to the I, casino no, I don't think take in the middle of a pandemic. No, I don't think that. No. I'm not taking them to the zoo either, so I guess we're not going there. So I'm very... We do have, and I do want to do this. Oh. Oh, though. We have a light yeah. fest by us. Yeah. That's brand new. That is at DTE. We call yeah, it Pine, Pine Knob, Knob. And you drive through it. Like they have And it Wayne starts County. today. Wayne County, they had the, the light fest, which was right near where we used to live in Livonia, which was cool. We do it every year. But fun fact, I sound like this is all about me. I sound like it's my dad, my dad. But I was also born on a Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. And, and it is Friday the thirteenth. It is Friday the thirteenth. And I was born under a full moon, but it's actually a new moon. This year? This year. Mm-hmm. And this and Mars goes direct. 
not Mercury, but Mars. Okay. It, it was going to be direct for two years in the astrological sign of Scorpio, which means that it's all about momentum forward. It's real. It's really a positive sign. Okay. So I'm super excited all for right. all of this astrological stuff. Mm. We are out of Mercury and retrograde. That now goes away oh, for right now. And it means that projects that might have been stalled or your life that felt stalled or all of that, that that now starts to go forward instead of spiraling backwards into destruction. So even if we think of the mm-hmm. pandemic, like vaccinations will probably start to be fast tracked now. Yeah. They may find another cure. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen instantaneously, but we're going to start to see some positive news, some positive changes. True. And we're still dealing with election residue. That's all. But, you know. At least of my worries. It really is. So I haven't paid much attention. I didn't really read the newspaper when I was gone. I didn't. I mean, you went through Halloween there. Yep. We didn't want to do our anniversary. So thankfully you weren't there during our anniversary. No. We didn't do anything anyway. No, but still. Just just the whole idea. Uh, And you didn't want to be there during your birthday. birthday or Thanksgiving. And she did say you wouldn't necessarily have been home for my birthday, but no. she was like, you'll be home by Thanksgiving. And I said, what Thanksgiving? This year or next year? Jeez, get me out of here. <laughs> that was a scary thought because that's still two more weeks from yeah. now. Two weeks? No. Yeah. Isn't no. it? I, I, yes. Yes, yeah, it would be. It's two weeks the from yesterday. Today is the 13th. That's right. Yeah. So, it's, so you yeah. would have spent five weeks. Oh, God, I don't even think about that. And some people spend 12 weeks. I got lucky the, the Monday when they said that I wasn't they didn't think I was going to go home and I broke down and the cardiologist came in a different one that works with the one that not worked, Paul not Paul no uh, one of his co-workers that works with <laughs> another beetle no he wasn't a beetle. oh a beetle. okay so he came in and he said you know hey we're gonna get you an appointment we'll put you on this drug um I don't care if you go home today tomorrow the next day it doesn't make any difference to me you're gonna be fine we're not worried about it blah 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 so I said, well, could you tell that to the other doctors that just came here and they got a hold of him? She's, he said, I already did five or 10 minutes ago. And next thing you know, I got a nurse coming in a couple hours later, a couple few hours and said, well, I got good news. You know, you get to go home because they had all seen how broke down I was and how pitiful yeah. I was. And so I was like, okay, get her stuff to, cause I already told the other doctors, I got most of my stuff back. Well, they brought, go. they brought the lead nurse on the floor into your yeah. room because you were having a hissy fit. Yeah. It was just, it was just time to go. So well, sh- they were all excited that you were excited. That you yeah, could that go I got home. to go. And I said, do I have to hit a wheelchair to get pulled out of here? And they said, well, do you think you can walk? I said, I can walk. I'll tap dance out of there. I don't care. <laughs> and he did. I did. I walked out of there. And then he's like, how the heck did I walk that I far? Don't I don't even know. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. So you're home. You lost your hair. Yep. I look like Daddy Warbucks. You didn't lose all of your body hair. You have no. half of your chest hair left. I don't understand it. I got a little white sprouts coming out of my chin, whiskers. You didn't lose your eyelashes or your no. eyebrows like they said you would. I barely have any hair on the top of my lip. And yeah, you got, got a lot. I got whiskers kind of coming through my cheeks now. and Your so hair's gonna, already growing. Yeah, I'm not going to shave or do anything until I look like a caveman, I guess. I you don't still know. have your arm hair? Yeah, it was kind of yeah, crazy. It was weird because it was like all sticking straight up. I don't Both even his hair point. hair wasn't it was falling out, but it wasn't coming out in huge clumps. Yeah, that was sad. 
nurse came in and said, you want me to cut your hair? And I said, why, would I hell, why the hell would I want you to do that? She says, because it's falling out. And she pulls out this big clump that's on my shoulder. It wasn't falling out in huge, huge clumps. No, it so. wasn't. But it, when I heard that, it was like, okay, find somebody who does the clippers. Because I can't have this. Yeah, that was anxiety. Like yeah. every five minutes, he's like, is someone cutting my hair? Is someone cutting my hair? When is someone cutting my hair? Well, the, one of the nurses that does it makes you look like you've got the mange. She's not very good at it. <laughs> she so said, said that. Find, she said that. I said, find the one that does it the best. It was a Melissa or something. And I found her and she came in and zip, gave me the Ron Schiller special. Yeah. My dad looked like yeah. my dad. It's like going to the poodle parlor. But they don't want, they, they don't want, um, it's got to be very, very careful. You can't cut himself. Right. Or else he loses more, yeah. you know, plasma. blood, plasma. So we can't have that. So we can't use a regular razor. Have to be careful with the cats with their nails, and stuff whatever. like that. So whatever. He's home, you guys. Yeah, no tattoos. Yay. Yeah. So, uh, we promise. promise. Well, I shouldn't promise. I don't know. What? But then the next podcast will be a little bit more interesting now well, that you're last, healing. Well, you gave him a little ast- astrological whatever thing about Mars. So I guess it was some <laughs> informative stuff. A, li- a little bit more Besides informative. listening to my drama. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I am hoping for all of our sake that November 13th, even though it's Friday the 13th and some people consider it bad luck. True. I don't. I was again born no, on a Friday the thirteenth. I'm not a Friday the thirteenth. That, um, you guys will know that we make our own luck is what we do. Mm. Now I won't walk under a ladder. That no. is one thing I won't do. But if a black cat crosses oh, my path, black cats, folks, I'm picking up the black Hell, cat. Yes, we are. I'm chasing the cat. I love black cats. Oh my god! So yeah, so there's that. Is there any? We only have like a, a couple minutes, but is there any like crazy superstition that you won't do, or you? I wouldn't walk on her ladder because it's dangerous anyway. But no, I've never been afraid. Do you throw of salt over your shoulder? No, I do. That's dumb. And then I got to pick it up because oh, I'm the one that yeah, vacuums. Well, so then why would you do it? Because it's you're not supposed to. If it falls, you got to throw it over your shoulder for for better luck. Oh, like okay. if a mirror breaks. Well, they say, well, like the penny, if it's heads up, you can pick it up because it's good luck. And if it's tails up. You're going to pick it up anyway, though. I pick it up because money. money is money. <laughs> pennies are Money's my sign money. from heaven. Pennies from heaven. So yeah. that's one of my signs. So I, I like pennies, but I'm going to pick it up regardless. Thanks for listening to the Robinette's Nest, staying with us during this journey. Journey. And hopefully next time it'll be a little bit more exciting. It's got to be. This is Christy. And this is Chuck. I believe in you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.